0: welcome back to the boss up your life podcast my name is georgie cooper but you probably know me best from instagram and my handle is at georgie Fit. and on today's episode we have another guest and i'm actually very excited for this guest i know i say that about every guest but i am very excited it is my one and only client maddie so i'm just gonna let her introduce herself maddie go okay um
1: hi i'm maddie i'm 22 um, and i live in north wales uh, I work in a daycare nursery, but I'm actually studying at the minute to become a PC and an online coach
0: like geology. <laughs> yes, love that. Okay, cool. So um, I thought I'd get you on the podcast just because you have got a incredible weight loss journey. There's no two ways about that. Um, and I am very honoured to say that that has been in my hands. Uh, we've been working together for ages, haven't we? Like over, what are we now? Two years? Uh, Yeah almost I think it is honestly. (laughs) Crazy. So yeah Maddie came to me with um, the goal of kind of weight loss and just to feel better in yourself right? Yeah 100% yeah definitely. So let's fill the listeners in. Uh, Take me right back to the start. When did you first start getting into training and fitness? What's like your kind of background story before we we hooked up?
1: Essentially I think I first got into it back in like January of 2017 it, and that's like a long long time ago but I'm not sure what my weight was at the time but I felt quite big in myself Um, I was in fit, I was unhealthy and I just had a bad diet in terms of just being restrictive in the week and then going mad on the weekends. I just tend to I think that's such like a common thing with a lot of people that aren't like educated mm. um so to begin with I started calorie counting and I just went from one extreme to the other And I think I was kind of yo-yoing my diet for months and months and months, to be honest with you. Um, Like mid-2017, I managed to drop some weight, but every year it was always for a summer holiday. Like Mm. I feel like so many people do it, it's always to get into shape for this holiday. So um, that was my main goal for obviously like years back and forth, back and forth. And then um, towards like, in 2017 I think that's when I started to I did a lot of cardio but weight lifting was kind of an interest but I obviously in my head thought cardio equaled weight loss (laughs) again everybody does though everybody does at the beginning they do so I kind of just hammered the cardio and then from time to time I did the weightlifting side of things and and then say following to 2018 at the beginning um I began my Instagram account obviously um, so that's at
0: maddie fit shameless <laughs> oh, like yeah that. of course we will well we will talk a lot about you and in your instagram <laughs> but yeah maddie uh if you if you've been living under a rock maddie is a you're gonna love me for saying this influencer
1: <laughs> i just don't like the term really but whatever <laughs> It's got such a bad it. name isn't it it's got such uh, a bad yeah, name it does it does um but yeah i'd say that's when i started my instagram account and that's when i started following do you know your average fitness inspo, Like I was watching Whitney
0: Simmons, yeah. Marvin Greb, all the gym yeah. Shark girls. I literally used to do the same I was obsessed.
1: Yeah. yeah that's and I think that they're essentially the ones that got my weightlifting like interest peaked kind of thing um but I was never always prioritizing the leg day and never, never anything else never had a good workout split things like that and then fast forward to 2019 I messaged you basically and I wanted to get an online coach because I was just sick of myself and every year was the same always dieting for that summer holiday and then putting the weight back on and Mm. the unhealthy relationship with food and I just knew that I needed sorting
0: out basically. It's just such a common thing isn't it where you are either dieting for something or you're in that something that you dieted for and you just completely fuck it up basically and then it's just that vicious cycle you're either dieting or feeling bad for not dieting basically
1: yeah 100% that's essentially what was that's just it something was.
0: that we that's just something that we tackled wasn't it pretty much straight yeah. up as soon as you as soon as you joined because I remember you saying like yeah I'm really good on the on the weekdays and then on the weekend I have <laughs> I, I'm you know I'm quite I'm quite bad on the weekend <laughs> I was like what do you mean you're quite bad on the weekend and do, it was dominoes wasn't it it was dominoes on the weekend for you honestly yeah it really was <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah I mean So I'm guessing uh, my next question was going to kind of be, what made you reach out to me or to a coach in general to begin with? But I guess you kind of already answered that just because you kind of knew you needed to get some sort of structure.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think as well, I'd followed you on Instagram for years. I was essentially a fan. Love it. (laughs) I (laughs) I just thought, I'd just seen the progress that you'd made with your clients. And I just thought, I definitely needed that. Do you know what I mean? It's just, I just wanted to work on myself and I needed, I knew I needed someone there to be constantly checking up on me and things like
0: that. Mm -hmm. It was really nice. I actually remember when we did first kind of initially have a chat and like got you on board and everything. And I remember thinking to myself, like this will be such a simple issue to sort out as long as like she actually cracks on with it. Cause you know, that's what people have to do. People have to actually do the work, but it was, it was a very, um, common thing of like you said the weekend weekday like you know that sort of restrictive mindset that was what we needed to crack down on to begin with yeah
1: yeah, definitely.
0: so did you find it hard at the start was it quite eye-opening for you
1: I think to begin with when we first began I was quite it was quite the opposite because I was so motivated I had obviously an online coach never had one before I had a meal plan to follow a training plan and obviously check-ins with you every week kind of kept me accountable so I think to begin with it wasn't it wasn't a struggle but then I think after two months maybe is when I started to struggle it's because I never realized that consistency was key mm. and I was getting bored yeah <laughs> yeah. The, right at the beginning I was getting bored of the consistency which obviously now like is what I thrive off most but To begin with, it it was such a new territory for me, and I was so I just felt like I was in over my head. And after two months, I was like, What am I doing? Yeah, (laughs) obviously, glad I pushed through because I feel like everyone gets those moments where they just want to give up. But I think that's why it was eye opening to me was just the fact that it doesn't come easy, you've got to work for it, and you've got to be consistent at the end of the day. And that's that's where my lesson was learned after like
0: a few months, I'd say it's that honeymoon period isn't it that everyone has when they start a new diet or they work with a new coach and they're like yeah. oh my god this is so great and then it gets to a point where it's kind of like okay I mean I've seen a bit of progress now but like you know when when does this when does this end but yeah in the end it actually turns out that you just change your lifestyle and that just becomes your ev- like that becomes your everyday life it's you you start it as a process but the process kind of just becomes your becomes your life yeah and your routine yeah definitely yeah i love that okay um so obviously like you've just said you kind of got to that two month period would you say that that was your kind of hardest part during your weight loss journey or would you say that there because it's been a while like we said it's been two years now yeah. um and it, you you know you, comp- you look completely different but um when was the hardest part for you
1: it probably was then when i had to come to the realization of it i was in it for the long run honestly i think it- everything else I adapted too well like in terms of changing to the meal plan or changing to counting calories and things like that because I did have a slight experience with it anyway but it definitely was it just showed me that I I needed to keep pushing basically essentially and as well one thing that I realized um I don't remember if you remember my meal plan, probably not because you have so many clients. But <laughs> at the beginning, right at the beginning, um, I told you like I obviously had a sweet tooth, which I still have to this day. And at the end of the day, on every, uh, literally every day, I'd get a hot chocolate and like a dark chocolate square. Yeah. And as dramatic as it sounds, that is what got me through my day to begin with. And I think that made me realize I could have things that I love every day just in moderation at the end of the day and it kind of I think that's as well what helped me get out of the mindset of being strict in the week and then doing whatever on weekends it's just little and often I could have these things and essentially like I felt rewarded, and it didn't have to be the weekend. If that yeah. makes
0: sense. that's what we did, wasn't it? Like we included the like the chocolate and everything in in every single day, um, which kind day. of gave you that flexibility throughout the week. Um, and then obviously when we moved into calorie counting, it was even better because you were able to fit in all of the different kind of foods within your day, whatever you fancied, really. Yeah. And what's nice about it is now you still will go out and have a takeaway or enjoy a nice meal, but how much nicer is it now like rather than yeah. it not being every single weekend it's just so much more
1: enjoyable I think and it's
0: not at, sometimes I think I would put the pressure
1: so much pressure on myself that at the weekend I force myself to enjoy it if that, if that sounds so mad but I just felt like every week it was the same occurring thing of it comes to a Saturday what am I gonna have and yeah. I had this pressure on myself without me even realizing that I didn't have to like wait for a weekend or I didn't have to restrict myself it's just it's mad how
0: much my mindset's changed in this time Mm -hmm. you're so right like that is people kind of like like not not punish themselves but they just think that that's what they need to do they think that like you know I restricted myself in the week now so like I need to find something that I can eat on the weekend which is crazy when you think about it
1: Yeah it's just I think it's just the unsustainable ways that people don't realize they're putting
0: themselves through but yeah Mm. I'm glad I've got there now. (laughs) Completely different woman like literally completely different mindset and I think that a lot of the time people probably look at people like yourself um, who are maybe where you were at the start of their journey and think like Jesus Christ like where like where do I even start because it is like it's i think people like i said earlier people go into it thinking that it's like a tough process and it's like a job they have to do and like don't get me wrong like that you you like people like yourself like when you came to me we needed we needed to diet you know and a lot of people who are in that kind of restrictive weekday weekend thing they do need to lose a bit of body fat so for them it is a task to begin with but as you know now mads like once you've done the dieting the dieting is done like we're now increasing calories aren't we yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> Literally, like, so we took it down. Can Do you remember what your lowest was in calories?
1: I was trying to think of this honestly. I had this question the other week, and I don't think I went, I think my lowest was 1,630. I think, yeah, I don't think I ever went lower than
0: 1,600 at all. Like, no, no, and I'm now it's back sure it up and... to like past 2000, isn't it? Yeah, 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 and that's the great thing. Like, <laughs> like it is a long process and like you said you do get to that point where you think like jesus christ like when does this like when does this end and obviously you have to do that mindset change with the lifestyle thing and it's a little bit tough but once you've done that like once you've done the dieting you've, you've done the dieting and life is sweet yeah, yeah you just got to put the effort in haven't you 100% so tips for somebody wanting to start out but they're not too sure where to start what would be your tips for that
1: I, essentially I think you need to get into the mindset and the realisation, like I did myself, of to not expect a quick fix. Like I expected I think I expected a couple of months might be done, but it's definitely, definitely not the case. And um, so I just think consistency is key and results take time. You just need to carry on pushing through. Even when you feel like giving up, you need to that's probably why you need to keep going because your daily habits and things like that is what's gonna add up to your overall end goal. As well, something that I found I used to do is set myself too much of a goal, too big of a goal, and then I'd feel overwhelmed. So I think a good tip is to set yourself smaller, more achievable, short-term goals. And in the end, that all those little goals are going to end up adding it to the big goal that you want to achieve. But it's done in a lot easier and slower-paced way than what you would if you just put the pressure on to achieve that big goal straight away.
0: Mm, that makes sense No, that makes perfect sense I think you're right and it is isn't it like you said it's that realization that like there is people in life who live a fit and healthy life and and they're healthy and you know they're they're fit and healthy and they eat well and then there's people that that aren't you know you can't do one for a little bit and then kind Mm -hmm. of just kind of stop and go back to your old ways because it's never going to work long term no it's
1: definitely I do definitely think it is a lifestyle change and it's something it's a process that you'll go through but then it'll just become a part of your daily routine and it won't mm-hmm. be you won't feel like you are dieting or you are just eating well like it'll just come naturally to you in the end yeah. I feel it's,
0: it's no longer like a chore is it
1: no definitely not I just trust the process and <laughs> whatever you put in you'll get out so if you don't put in a lot of
0: effort then don't expect big results that's what yeah. I always say 100% do you know what that's you, you know me that's literally me all over <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like you can't moan about like what you didn't get from what you didn't do you know um yeah and I think that you know you're a pure example of that like it has it has been two years of absolute graft and like yeah. it. You, it's lovely because you have shared your whole story online um through your social media which is big now like sometimes <laughs> I forget how many freaking followers you have girl uh it is it's mad, but I d- I don't
1: not that I don't like it, but I like to stay humble with it. Like I don't think it's big. Does that make sense? Like yeah. I, I'm just yeah. feel what I mean? I still work a full time job, and Instagram isn't my job. It's just something that I do on the
0: side. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I have a couple of questions with the whole kind of Instagram thing. Um, because like we were saying before we kind of went live on this podcast, there is kind of a pressure, isn't there in social media and Instagram and being an influencer to look, to look a certain way, you know, people want it kind of expect influencers to be fit and healthy and have abs. And do you know what I mean? Hold less body fat. Have you found that? Yeah,
1: definitely. I think People think because you have a platform you have these standards to meet and things to address even if you don't personally want to I just think you're put on a pedestal just because you've had you've got X amount of followers and I I do think it's ridiculous like the amount of opinionated people I'll get in my DMs because I said my opinion or they disagree with me is crazy obviously everyone's entitled to their opinions but the amount of hate and trolling you get just on a day-to-day basis just for literally all I do is talk about what I love doing and
0: you're not even that controversial mate you're not even that controversial <laughs> that's because I try my best not to be these days <laughs> do you know what it's funny actually because um since I've had Ali on board who's my uh technically like a manager at CBG now she's like sat me down basically and said like look gee like you you have a brand now like you can't you have to be very very careful with what you put out online because there's so many people watching you and like you know if you say anything like literally anything people will come back at you you know haters trolls you can't say anything without anyone without someone having an opinion right
1: no yeah i fully agree i remember this one time going back to having standards it sounds ridiculous but and i was filming a youtube video okay and one of my acrylic nails had popped off that morning not a big deal couldn't go and get it fixed and i was doing this clothing haul the amount of hate i got for one acrylic nail not being on i was like hello <laughs> oh I'm a human God. like it is, it's just ridiculous ridiculous standards. and as well another thing because I don't wear makeup if I have bad skin like it puts me off wanting to film myself that day make content that day or anything like that because well I've got nothing to hide it so it's either do mm-hmm. I just not do the content or do I take the hate which one mm-hmm. is it
0: oh savage honestly like I feel you because obviously I mean my platform isn't nowhere near as big as yours but like even I get that sort of thing you know where I'm just like will someone look at that and think that like with the acrylic nail thing like I actually get you like sometimes I'll not feel like I won't film content because like my hair's not washed or something like that like something Mm -hmm. ridiculous like that or you know I haven't put a fake like for you maybe haven't put fake tan on or something like that because you are worried about people like you are you're worried about people judging you definitely yeah um, well, I agree. yeah that's just the joys of posting your life online i suppose um definitely <laughs> but uh, but i kind of want to brush over like the whole weight loss journey with with sharing your journey online because do you feel like now you get maybe less hate than you used to or less comments than you used to because you have lost such a significant amount of weight like you look great now and you look great before i'm not saying you didn't but yeah. in terms of the fact you had a fitness page do you feel like your views and the things that people are saying are really different now
1: I think um to an extent it's hard to compare because obviously when I was back in the day when I obviously was heavier and had more weight I didn't have as much followers so obviously didn't have as many eyes on me but you know it's actually mad how much more hate and that I get now that I've done my weight loss and I think it's because because I'm essentially closer to what media classes as the fit and healthy as what I was I think I'm now more comparable and therefore get a lot more hate than what I was when I did have the weight on so I don't essentially think I'm in a better position now
0: in terms of that <laughs> this is what I mean you can't win you literally no, can't, you can't win people will be like oh look at her like she you know she has she needs to lose weight and then you lose weight and then people still have a fucking issue with it yeah because you're not skinny enough or oh you've lost a bit too
1: much weight honestly you cannot please anyone these days do you
0: get do you get people on your comments that say oh you look better before oh 100
1: percent. yeah like if i put if i post a weight loss picture and it's like oh your, your quads are too big now i'm like for god's sake they're my quads <laughs> leave, <your laughs> leave them out
0: been working on them with g for like two years <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I can imagine it is just I know it's 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 weird I suppose for you as well because it's not even your It's not even your full-time job and no, you're still it. having to deal with but then again you're, you're you are the one choosing to post online and that's what I always think yeah. to myself I think you know what i'm the one choosing to post online and you've got to remember with the hate comes 99 percent of just lovely amazing people Yeah, um, and obviously you're working with like a lot of brands now as well like big brands exciting yeah. brands. um so that's awesome so my question to you now is what is the best and what is the worst thing about sharing your life online I think the best
1: thing about sharing it all um it's helped me stay accountable this whole time because if I would have posted my goals on the Sunday for my next week it kind of held me accountable more as if to say well have you done these goals because people people do check up on you it's mad like you don't realise how many people are actually watching you and keeping an eye on everything you do day in and day out, and um, and I also think obviously with posting every day, it's grown, grown my following and things like that. And now I've had really good opportunities. I've had events to go to, a work with obviously like you said, some really cool brands, and I've met so many like-minded people that I genuinely speak to on a day-to-day basis. And it's just it's such a nice platform when it wants to be. I really, really think that.
0: It's so nice for like knowing, like you said, like meeting people. I say this like literally more than half of my mates are people who I've met through Instagram because it is just yeah. such an amazing platform in that respect, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, but for the worst thing, it's probably just like like we just talked about the backlash that you get really of you can't do anything right, and people are always going to have their opinions, and they always seem to want to voice it more because you have a bigger amount of following than Mm. other people so um at the end of the day it's just what you get for putting yourself out there but like you said there's plenty of positives to come and they outweigh the negatives as well so
0: yeah of course they do no I agree of course they do but yeah really exciting and obviously like you said at the beginning of the podcast now you're doing your level two level three
1: yeah (laughs) very very exciting yeah it's nervous but it's nerve-wracking even but I think I always think and I always look at yourself when you had when you started out and you were almost at the
0: point of giving up like <laughs> I've been following you for that long I know I right like you actually have you actually have been following yeah. for so long and I just think if you can do it why
1: can I not and I feel like I use you as such an inspiration to push myself and you've got to believe in yourself as well at the end of the day and I do think if you put in the effort you're going to get
0: the rewards from it so boom it kind of relates back to the whole weight loss thing and you yeah know what mad you're so right it's exactly the same of business if you put the work in you will get the work out because literally like you just said if i can if i can do it anyone can do it honestly because <laughs> um we're very similar with personality i think in just the fact yeah. that sometimes just a little bit blonde but you know you can actually do anything you want to um and i think i think to be honest with you girl i think you do amazing and i don't say that to everyone because you trust me you get a lot of people that come and they say oh i'm doing my level two level three and i think Uh (laughs) saturated market my darling but good luck um (laughs) but for yourself I just think that you are you'll just do so well thank you I hope so so do you reckon it'll be sort of maybe online coaches the new career and then sack off the yeah yeah definitely I think I've come to a point where I just
1: want a career change and the job that I'm in now it's not that I don't enjoy it but I studied for that when I was 16 so Mm -hmm. I'm a completely different person and I think what's pushed me most is the how I am now and the knowledge that I know just from online coaching is exactly what I want to be able to share with others and help others with and make the progress that I have. So it's definitely something that's pushing me and making me want to do it more
0: so exciting so exciting yeah. for you but yeah thank you so much for coming on the podcast because i think you will have inspired a lot of people who you know maybe feel like they were in your like they are in your position that you were in at the beginning of your journey so yeah, yeah so lovely for you to come on just before you leave us remind people of where they can find you on instagram oh <laughs> it's at maddie fit but there's two T's at the end. Oh, there's two T's. Do you know what <laughs> I used to have two T's on the end of mine? <laughs> I I just didn't know Georgie I had no idea. <laughs> and then I tried to I tried to just have Georgie fit, but then I like. Because obviously if someone has it, you can't have it. And I remember I was was messaging the person like, please can you just delete your account? They had like three followers. I was like, delete (laughs) your account, mate. But they never did. So I had to go with underscore, underscore, Georgie Fit. But now I can't change it because it's on all my products.
1: Yeah, so you've got to keep it. I definitely took inspiration
0: from your name. I won't lie. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Right. um, So at the end of every podcast, we do a thing where we choose an emoji each. uh, And Um, whoever's made it this far, to the podcast, they need to share it online, share it on their Instagram stories, along with two emojis. Okay. So, you need to think of an emoji. Um, Are you ready? Shall I go first? Okay. Go. What's yours? The fire flames. Awesome. Mine is the... I'm going to go really random. I, I did actually have one in my head, but then no, no, I was like, mm, maybe not the fire. Maybe not. I was going to go horse, but I think I'm going to go with, oh, I don't know. The decisions, the actual, I'm going to go with the dancing lady in the red dress. Love it. coordinated. Great. Yeah, that will do. <laughs> fire flame, lady in the red dress. Why not? Um, just as a symbol of strong, independent women. Lebet. Love it. Thank you very much for coming on my podcast, Dahl. Appreciate it. Um, And for everybody listening, I will chat to you soon.